0: Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? This is, um, something that's real personal to me, um, that I haven't been on in a minute, but I'm finna talk about some shit, um, I'm finna rearrange some shit, too, cause, um, I'm make sure that, um, my podcast is different now. Uh, check it out, though. (laughs) I saw, I just got finished cheering up, y'all, for real, for real. Let me talk, let me talk to y'all about my best friend. Um, it, it was like back in the early 90s, 94, 92, 3, and 4. I went to Lakewood High School, like, um, and, uh, I had, was, well, it was after my parents got a divorce and everything, and I had just got out of my coma, um, my mom and my dad couldn't handle it no more kept beat. My mom my mama had to leave, right? And so she did. And she moved in with my cousin. So her cousin, our cousin, her name Natasha. Goodness Rest, Rest in peace. I love you. Um and anyway, um, it was good Friday one day, right? It was good Friday. And cause being an asshole, that she is, like, she was fast, she was a fast ass, but that's because she ain't like that now, She gross, um, we was supposed to have been going to this party that her friend was trying to tell us to go to, and, um, somehow, I, I, I think she knows, uh, T, who we call Carlton, um, T, we gonna call him T, T from, um, Football, a little league, and stuff, you know. So they hang out, you know. Auntie was in charge of the um, football field, you know, she was always on the football field, she represented straight up. Everybody knows Postel, everybody know Postel, and her son, Postel. Darren, word up, hey, everybody knows, but um, yeah, so Matt, right? Darren is a little, he don't know nothing about that, certainly. Uh, Matt. Because it was like, we gonna walk over there. Back then, we could walk anywhere without getting stopped and all that shit. We could walk all through Lakewood's space but not no damn problem, you know what I mean? It was all good back then, you know? And, um, so, um, we were supposed to be meeting up with some dude named Mookie, who we didn't really know, but that's who his name was. We was actually meeting up with Pete. And he was bringing two of his homeboys, which was Mookie and Everett back. Okay. Back then, I was a little thug. I I was into ice cube. I was just like, fuck everything. I didn't give a fuck about shit. I ain't care. I I was really out there because I had just got out of a fucking coma. I was angry. I was angry. My family just got Broken up. My dad, an asshole. My mom, a pussy. I'm I'm. I'm. You know. I'm, I'm just, rah, mad at the world. Right. I can't hear shit. This some fuck bullshit. That's how I was. So, uh, that night, which was Good Friday, I can't tell you what year I believe it was. 1993. Two, three in there, anyway, um, so, we walking down the street, it's nighttime, we walking down the street, and they walk up the street from Lakewood High School, and we're walking down the street from where, uh, until 54th Avenue and 9th Street, yeah, 54th Avenue and 9th Street, and, um, we meet up with them right, like, almost in front of Lakewood High School, you know, it's right between Lakewood High School and that field, that's next, to, that field is next to Lakewood High School, and our houses, it's kind of like a ditch. We met them around there, so we decided to talk, we were like, hey, these are my dogs, blah, 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 whatever else, okay, well, where we gonna go, what we finna do, we doing? We going to the, um, party, it's up in the Pink Street area, whatever the fuck, okay, let's go. We walk up to the place, we, we walking all through, because back then it wasn't all that shit back there, but we could walk through that shit without, no problem, we're walking all through back there. Um, we got the we got the Monterey Bay, I think that's what y'all call it. Like now Monterey Bay. We got the Monterey Bay and um with the T Mama Hall. my Team Mama This is where I finally for the first time heard the, the the this was the first time I ever seen or heard of scenario. Scenario by um uh, scenario by um try quest and Buster Rhyme and um was up new to them i didn't know nothing about that but carlton was in well t my bad t was into hip-hop he was into it real strong like right he had the brother had him on it and i thought that was cool as fuck you know, i was just like wow that's very interesting I know my dad liked music, and when I listen to music, it's like, hey, so this is something different. I'm something new. I'm, I'm into it. Yo, what's up? What, what is it about? Talk to me. So he was trying to explain to me, like, what? You don't know nothing about fuck your I keep all your... You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You got to teach me. I don't know. That, these niggas is the ones that y'all taught me a lot. You just don't get it. Y'all taught me like These niggas, they taught me a lot. So um, we at the house. My cousin did what well, she, you know, hey. It happened, happened, happened. So, that's how we met. And, um, the next Monday, Monday or Tuesday at school, next week at school, I'm like, um, in line, and this is like, the, the you know, I'm just getting back into school. I'm short, yo. I'm already five foot, so I know back then I was even fucking shorter. So I'm at I'm at the, the lunch line and the only thing they'd like to have is chicken sandwiches and that's the only thing I would like to fucking eat it's chicken sandwiches that they had in the lunch line the lunch line was outside in um Lakewood, Lakewood High School um whatever the fuck I'm in line everybody rushing fun rushing me I'm short they push me out the way I'm new at this shit I don't know what the fuck to do I'm supposed to be thug, and I'm just like fuck this shit man y'all move move and then. Ever said, "Wait a minute! I ain't know I didn't know he was around me, but he was behind me." He said, "Um, I think y'all need to move back. This my little sister right here. Y'all need to get out the way. Get out the way. Be my little sister. Y'all ain't got no respect." And I looked at him like, "Huh?" <laughs> and he he's like, "Here, yeah, what you trying to get? What you trying to get?" I, I said, "I wanted a chicken sandwich." He said, "Okay, here, gave me two chicken sandwiches." And I went on my way. <laughs> That's all I remember about that part. But um, later on, I don't know. We just from there on, it was just like, "Come sit at my table. Come hang out with me. Come, hang, you know." It was just like, "Okay, okay, okay, okay." My dumbass. Okay, you know. But I was, it was cool because he knew Carlton and I knew Carlton. That <laughs> my bad, P. I he knew teeth, and I, my cousin knew teeth, so I felt that that could have been okay. It must have been okay to hang with these fellas because they know my cousin, and I know my cousin ain't gonna have, especially Miss Postel, ain't gonna let nothing happen to me, especially after I got raped. My bad. We'll talk about that in another another segment, but especially because I'm family, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> At one point, um, I met, you know, people when I'm at the school, whatever, and uh, I was in a lot of classes with T, and we, we had to do a, a project, and that's how I ended up dealing with, mostly with T, and every time there was T, there was there was E. So Carlton and Everett was always together, and when we was like, come hang, it would be, okay, I'll come hang, and that's why all the pictures are always me and them me and him. I'm a little girl, I don't know shit going on. I learned so much about niggas, it was ruthless. Really I was trying to figure out what the fuck. They are, I think I always thought that I was gonna bust rhyme or something, and we was gonna be a group. I was just like, man, I can't rhyme. I could write like a motherfucker, but I can't rhyme shit. <laughs> I don't have that that go because I can't hear. You know what I'm saying? So, it was like, let me see, um... Like I was saying before, I when I started tearing up, I'm, I'm better off talking about it now. Cause I was I was tearing up before I started this this segment. But um, we had started getting close and stuff. There was things that had happened, you know, Uh... what? <sighs> uh, he um he saved me from this dude named David. David. I did not realize was a 5th grader, 6th grader or something, and I did not know for shit that this little nigga had a serious crush on me. Now, see, I ain't no shit about this little nigga. He ain't even in my school. I don't know who he is. He live in an apartment complex, but he had a serious crush on me. And when, every, when he used to come over, he used to hang out. We used to hang out and chill, right? And he used to come over. Um, we just do all that, you know, whatever the fuck, watching uh, Rap City, whatever the fuck. We just chill, you know what I'm saying? It's all good. But Disney came to the house one day and was like, "I'm here to see Tree." But well, Tree didn't like to have no company. That's what ever said. Oh, she could have company no why you here, and it was a back and forth thing. He was a little nigga. Now, I'm tell you, not a little inside, but he was a little nigga. He was in fifth grade. He wasn't even in high school. You feel me? He wasn't even in high school yet. Yeah. And he was like really, really fucked up in the head. Like, I didn't know. He was my brother's friend. My brother used to hang out and, and play with him in, in fucking complex. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck. And it was because one day I let him come in the house and wait for Rich to wasn't home yet. And then I told him I had to go because I had to go to a football game one day. And, and he decided that he wasn't going to leave. And I am like, yo, dog, you got to leave. I got, I got things to do. I got to go. And I was talking on the phone to my homegirl. And I was telling them, look. There was a nigga here. He ain't trying to leave. I don't know what the hell to do. What am I do? I'm like, I, I I know I'm like, I was supposed to, This the first time the girls asked me out, hang, to hang out with them, not knowing, you know, when I did get there, it was all about they want to know who is who and what is what and with my boys. But that's how that shit goes. Anyway, it was just like, yo, get the fuck up, get out my fucking house. And he wouldn't do it. So somehow he heard on the phone the girls talking shit about him and. I guess, fucked him up. A couple of days later, my brother he was over and we were chilling and that incident happened. And he was like, "Oh, so if you can't open the door, okay, fine, then, But, bang, he left. He came back. He was like, "Didn't I tell you? every open the door?" Said, "Didn't I tell you, air from behind his back?" Little nigga pulled a, a a screwdriver. He pulled the fucking screwdriver and start every, every, slammed the door. You know what I'm saying? He slammed the door. And he pulled the screw that dude pulled the screwdriver. You can see the holes. That nigga put holes in my fucking door. And when I say holes, them shits wasn't the doors back then were not wood, okay? These were like metal, like these doors, right? These fucking doors, yo. Next door neighbor had the same exact door that we had back in the day in 1992 on the other side of St. Pete. Were I kid you fucking not. And he stabbed eight holes in the door. My brother was like, what the fuck kind of shit And you dealing with? I'm like, hey, I... I. Nigga like me, I ain't know nothing about this shit, man. I'm, I'm all fucked up because I don't know what the hell's going on. Now, brother, he would not let me out of his sight. He wouldn't let me out of his sight. He told me I had to sit at the table at the in the living room table, which is this table right here. This 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 apartment is set up exactly, exactly how it it was when I lived on the other side with my mama. 40 fucking something years ago, yo. I'm telling you, but I'm on the upper side of St. Pete now. And I'm telling you, this, heart, this house is built and it duplicated exactly. The table was here, the living room was here, and in the table, I had to stick my ass here. And everyone said, don't you get the fuck up, because this nigga is crazy. Bet. okay, I had to stick there. Meanwhile, I did not know, mom is coming up. Meanwhile, um, the name David had them fell backwards and had a fucking seizure. He's on the floor having a fucking seizure. We did not know he was epileptic. <laughs> I didn't even know that fucking Oh my god! So then we end up going to. No, I, I'm, I'm sitting here. I, I can't move. I can't go nowhere. I can't go nowhere. You won't let me. I just found this shit out because that's what my mom told me. By by the way, ambulance, the police, everybody is here, right? I ain't supposed to have no motherfucking company. Period. Remember that. That was the whole purpose of this fucking thing. I wasn't supposed to no company, and brother is here in the house. I think somebody else was here in the house. I can't remember. Maybe brother and little brother was here now. Whatever the fuck. Anyway, it's just a. Mom comes home from work. 4 30. And. Um okay, so like um four let's see. I was very defiant and um I ended up moving in with my cousin Tiffany, um, and her mother and her her father at, um over here on the north side of St. Pete. And um from there, um, I don't know, I had just Got upset with my mom with some stuff and I ended up at their house and I called, it was the first of the month or something like that, third of the month, beginning of the month, whatever, it was the time I got my disability check and um, I had just started getting my disability check right like I got on my own, uh, excuse me, when I got 18 and uh, it was like, yo, I called Everett and I told him that I was going, I was like, what you doing? I said, oh, I'm going to, um. I'm gonna hit I'm gonna to hit the mall. I'm trying to get some new music. And he was like, um, Oh real? Hey work, where you at? And I'm like, yo, I'm cutting the curtain house, we're finna come get on the bus and get down there. Cause bus four. You know, bus four goes from there to there, no problem. They just changed it. Two thousand seven two thousand and nineteen. Um we um I told him to meet me at the bus stop. At that time that we at up, met me. Right on time. As soon as I got off the bus, he was turning the corner and he's like, Hey, I was like, Hey, I got a car. <laughs> and he's like, What you gonna do? I said, Hey, this common sense, yo. You know anything about him? He's like, No. He's like, no. he like, No. Okay. I, I put calm in. take deck, my nigga. That's right. and Paytee deck. Ha! And put him in. We drove our asses all the way to the marsh. And she yeah, he said he was feeling it, he was, he was in his vibe. He was just, you know, he was in his element, he was, he was out there, he loved it. He's like, Yo, this is fresh, and then he was just like, You know, fresh ass shoes. And you know, my shit was never a name brand, but he was always complimenting me on my clothes. You know, like, Yo, it's shoes, fresh, love it, it's fresh. I didn't name it, he started dressing like that, you know. um I said, let's go spend some money. Cause I was depressed, like really depressed, you know? I, I got kicked out the house and I didn't know where to say, I didn't know why, and I did Man, what the fuck? So my, to get over my depression, my dumb ass went we and money. I went to the mall, I bought him a necklace, a Mickey Mouse necklace. I think it was a Mickey Mouse necklace. I gave him the money. I made money to buy that. I can't remember, I gave him, I got him the, bra- the the necklace or the bracelet, I got him something. And I got him a ring, because I was getting me a ring, from me and this dude named Gary that I was in love with, but I was getting him a ring, and yeah, we got sweet man, he was cool as fuck, y'all, he was my brother, y'all, he was like life, y'all, he, he helped me, you no, know, stay out of trouble and be depressed and shit. It was just something like my son's father, Kramer, for real. I mean, like, they never even met each other, and that's so scary. <laughs> that's so fucking scary. They never even met each other. They ran in the same circle, the same people, everything, but they never, ever fucking met, ever. I mean, if he was coming, he was going. If, 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 it was just getting, if just, if, if Kramer was just getting at the event, everything was just leaving. I guarantee you That's how they, that's how Slick and the Fled, they never fucking met. is that crazy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I went to the mall, loaded up, and the fucked. Went to the movies, went to, um, get some, uh, music. Came out that big, falsely, I ain't care. Back then... I ain't had nothing. he wasn't like nothing, he was like nothing, so I was young, I was naive, I didn't even think about it, and then after a while, um, I lost contact with him, it was just like that, I lost contact with him, I ended up, something had happened, and um, I ended up leaving and going with my best friend Maria to Tallahassee. Um, she was saying that, she well, I didn't go into Tallahassee, I came back, when I came back, um, I don't know, I didn't really see Eric much, really didn't see him much, because I was starting to live my life, I just started living my life, but, um, I came back, and he, The top, the next time I see him was pretty much hanging around tea, doing music stuff and then I got kidnapped by Jerome Williams. I know you guys know who that is. If you went to Northeast High School, his mother was the principal or assistant principal. Jerome Williams. And I got um kidnapped by him. He had me kinda like yeah, but we we that's gonna we gonna talk about that another time. Anyway, my my brother it was he, I think it was him. He um I think he said Nah, Reyna. I don't know. I can't I can't remember very well, but I know it was the so truth. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Yo, we seen this nigga driving your fucking car. And I'm like, Yeah, whoa, fuck that shit. Don't be driving your car. They was upset because they hadn't seen. Me. But they see this nigga in my car, and he's not my boyfriend. He be in the car with other bitches. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of is that you're using my system, fuck you up. And uh, it didn't happen that way. Just, that was the last that I remember ever in um, that sense before the very last time. And this is the very last time, I'm going to talk about the very last time, but before I talk about the very last time, um, I want y'all to check out my, my written work that I did about every, and my first time that I, I I had, I had, the very first time I smoked marijuana, when I met Mary Jane, I wrote it all out, um, make sure y'all check it out, um, I, I got a, uh, I about to put it in the book and put it up and load it up. This is just a voice, a visual, a voice segment, and um, y'all check it out. Okay, so the very last time that I dealt with Everett was I had left, came back, got pregnant, all that shit. I was cringing by then and they would never know Everett. Everett never met Everett. Never met creaming. and um, all the hip hop shows we ever fucking with you, all that shit we ever did. They just never, they never met. Well, I had the baby, and, um, one day, I don't know how it is, he, but he got my number, he called me, and he was like, yo, I thought you wasn't my sister. I haven't talked to you in ages, yo. You graduated, you just left us hanging and shit. Now you have a baby. I was like, yeah, I got a baby. It's a boy. He's like, yeah, it's a baby boy, so when I'm going to meet my nephew? And then I was just like... You know what? Uh, we meet my nephew next We meet my nephew. Your nephew tomorrow because I gotta go work. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, you go work. Where you work at? And I was like, Triple late. And he's like, oh okay. I, he said, well, maybe before work we can meet up. And I was like, that would be cool. But I gotta be to work at seven thirty. Seven thirty. Man, I swear to God, this is what. This is where it's exactly. Seven thirty. Man, I'd die if I had to be to work at seven thirty. And I'd be damned, if not a week later, a week later, yo, it was, was it a week later or a day later, something like that, you never got the sea cream on, it was, a, it was a day later or something. And my mom was like, Rosalyn, I need you to sit down. I'm like, what? She's like, sit down. I'm like, what? She like read she said Roslyn Everett is gone. I said stop playing. She said Everett Roslyn Everett is gone. He was in a car accident. He was in a he was in a car accident and he passed away, baby. And I was like stop, my mom, stop. It it fucked me up. <laughs> It put the fuck out of me, y'all. Because I said, where was that? He said it was on the highway. She said it was about 7.30 this morning. I said, oh, fuck. No. Because at seven, about 7.30, around that time, I, I had just passed this car accident getting on the fucking highway on 54th Avenue. Just passed the car accident. It was on the highway, and I couldn't understand what the hell was going on. Ooh, ooh, something bad. I prayed. I said, I said, you know. And I kept on going with the word. I seen the shit! I seen it, and it did not hit me. And my mom, until my mom said, it was on the highway right there. And I said, fuck out of here. Oh, my God. She never got to meet Craymon, but I tell you, my son reminds me a lot of him, even though he also reminds me a lot of Craymon, they never ever fucking met, and I'm trying to tell you people, if y'all know anything about spirituality and any of that shit that's not physical, you wouldn't know that these souls like me, they were meant. Either one way or another, this was supposed they never met, they couldn't met, but I'd be goddamn if they met everybody in their circle. Everybody they know, them all met them in the past, met the force. That is scary fucking to me. And I was very, very close to both of them. Uh, and when it was right about the time that he was supposed to meet my son, Bam, Bip. It was scary. It's just so weird how the coincidence in circles goes in and around in circles. It is just so weird how, it's not really weird, it's just so relevant. How about that? It's just so relevant because if that was we in 2019 back then we never thought about the spiritual world and our souls being waved we, we, Where we come from in the universe and shit. None of that shit. We weren't there yet. We were getting there, though. And he was just, like, learned all this shit. And my, my, my friends, yo, and, and, and like, T, like, Tasha, my homegirl Tasha, she said that she was, he was with Bigelow. They had just left with Bigelow that day. They had, and they, and they thought that it was their fault. You know what I'm saying? So you can just imagine the fucking circle. That, the fuck, it was her, oh my God. Like something was coming. you never know. I, I don't, I left him. He was my brother, but we started living a lives. You know what I'm saying? And when I left, school, I started working. That's what the fuck happened. I started fucking working. There ain't ass honey, I got you and shit like that. It was going work. When I wasn't working, I'm sleeping. When I'm sleeping, I'm trying to get this nigga here in, in, in um, Tallahassee, trying to save up my fucking money so I can get me a car. All kind of shit, yo. I, 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 I was on a whole nother. Alright, I'm at a school now. Life begins. Real shit happens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I was about.
1: When I first met Mary Jane, well, I was supposed to be sick and my parents were at work, so I had the house to myself. You know how that home alone feels, beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? At one point, I was in my bedroom minding my business during age eight or nine or ten and i heard this loud rumble it shook the whole house and i got scared um but then we had one phone in the house you know the old school phone you know the one with the the wall <laughs> it's the 80s and then most homes only had one phone and that phone was outside my bedroom door where the rumble was Mind you, I'm just a young girl in the hood and I didn't know what to expect on the other side of that goddamn door. To be frank, we just had a break in about two weeks ago and I was scared as shit, but I was home alone and there was a rumble and I needed to get to that goddamn phone. Not quite sure how I managed, but I'm pretty positive I waited eons before going out and grab your phone and call nine one one. Nine one one. This is the recorded line. What's your emergency? Somebody running through the house. Man, how old are you? I'm remembering. You can't be left home alone till age twelve, or they'll put your ass, your parents in jail. Twelve. But I heard of someone running through the house. I think they went, I think they went out the back door. I don't know, I don't see them anymore. Okay, ma'am, stay on the line. We'll send someone out there to talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. Like 10 minutes later, ma'am, someone called the police about a home invasion. I'm so serious, this shit was so true. (laughs) Someone running through the house. Yeah, I heard a bunch of rumbling while I was in my bedroom. Sounded like someone was running through the house. I was scared so I waited and I stayed in my bedroom in the closet until I figured they were gone. So no one was bothering me though. Okay, man, you mind if we check in here? <sighs> Who are you? The cops said, stepping into the house, right? Like, I'm Roslyn, I live here. I explained I showed them the photos all over the fucking walls, right? Moms always kept photos. That could be anybody, ma'am. I said, "Really, really? That don't look like me. Get the fuck out of here." Um, it was just crazy, you know. I showed them the pictures of me, with my parents, and told him how they couldn't, how could they, how they could reach my mom and dad? Probably just a truck or something riding through the house. My head was like, "Are you kidding me?" But that night, (laughs) I told Mom what had happened, and Mom was not happy. But Dad, man, look at here. When he got home, he cleaned out all his mason bars, I mean his mason bottles and jars my pops had so much earth stashed away. <laughs> I never, ever, ever, ever saw that bunch of weed before in my life, yo. For real, for real. Looking back now and getting the scoop from dad. That was one. one that was those once a month back and forth trips to Tampa and Jacksonville was apparently. I ain't know. I just thought we was a family just traveling on the summers. And pops was a fucking dope boy. <laughs> I didn't even know it. You know what I'm saying? But... That night, um, it took dad out, cause he cleaned out all of it. And I never saw it in the house ever again. And that was the first time I understood what marijuana was. Yeah, I got in trouble, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> and then at one point, I managed to ask mom, you know, what was in the jars? And she was like, grass. So I'm thinking, at age nine, 10, Grass, why would you have grass in a jar? You know, my brain look little quizzical. I'm like, what the fuck, don't make no damn sense. Well, Pop explained it to me, he's like, smoky. <laughs> he was pretty much always point blank, you know what I'm saying? But Mom was like, Mom looked at him and was like, like, nigga, shut the fuck up. Dad said, well, it's true. No need to lie to us in <laughs> him. He was, he was always straight up, where I get it from. Now, mind you, as a young girl who forever stayed in trouble, and I mean stayed in trouble, yo, man. I was always in trouble. On this day, I decided we were going to go outside and find out how to do this grass thing. For real, for real. I think I saw Pops roll up one day with these little white rolling papers and shit. However, after all that bullshit, I got in trouble. And he explained to me what it was, grass in the jar. So... What do you think I did at age 19 and then? Damn, for real, for real. <laughs> me and the neighborhood kids got together and excuse me, we got on our jobs, right? And even though I was the smallest of the block, I was also the oldest. And and, and I hung and the kids hung around us and it was just really it was just really weird. You know what I'm saying? It was just really weird. I was the shortest one but I was like the boss. See I was always telling people what to do. On top of that, I was also the baddest motherfucker. So, at that time, in the early 80s, you know, me and the neighborhood kids got together and I explained to them about grad and delegated each one of them a task to come get, once someone to go get the rolling papers and someone to go get the lighters and, you know what I'm saying, we get together. So, we broke up in a group and then we came back together and we had this little make sure club house in the bushes. Ha! <laughs> in the bushes, yo. <laughs> so, over in no um over in my empty clubhouse, it was like a, a little bushes on the side of the um house on the side of the house, little lock, the empty lock. Now we just trying to roll up these grass and the funny papers. and I had no idea what the fuck I'm doing. I'm the big shit though, so I ain't here and blue but never anticipated dying that fucking day. Word is bond. So when that shit hit my fucking lungs <laughs>
0: I was
1: like, "What the fuck?" (laughs) Oh my, you! This is regular fucking grass and fucking colored, fucking toxic, fucking comic strip paper. So everybody else was right along with me, and that was the first time I actually experienced grass weed. Um. Another incident is when it wasn't until I was like 8, 18 when I met the real Mary Jane Doe. That imitation stuff had no hearts on the real bitch. (laughs) I met her hanging out with my homeboy, T, and brother, E. We drove my car over to Tampa and sat at the Performing Arts Center a little late. They had in the back of the, um, Performing art Center. And, um, it wasn't nothing near. It's kind of like a park. Just sat out there and we did a photo shoot because I love taking photos because I worked at Extra Drugs and I was in the photo section. So I always carried a camera. Um, we took pictures and he decided that he was going to roll up. Nigga, what the fuck you talking about? Get on the boat. <laughs> Everett was like, you know what I'm saying? And we, we gonna roll up, my nigga. I'ma get you high tonight. Even Trezy gonna hit it. I'ma hit what? I said, what my little lost ass baby baby boys, the bow. You know how he is, you know what I'm saying? And he took a he took a gar, a Philly, um, cut it off and rolled up. Rolled up we else, like, what was that? I was already into smoking black and mouth. He had got me on smoking black and TV. I used to do everything that that little nigga did. I wanted to be just like him for some reason. He wrote up the blunt and showed up the full DNA of the process. One thing about T, he, he always pushed me and either into peer pressure. He was always like that. It never failed either. We always gave in. So yeah, about that night, hmm, we rolled around high as fuck all evening listening to 88.5, DJ Mad Link, joking and freestyling all over the fucking beat, over the brand way, the 94, yo. Oh, that was my life, man. That's the highlight of my fucking life. That's when I realized Mary Jane was a bitch I didn't want to fucking with. After graduation, though, a few months later, I only smoked when I hung out with the homies. And at one point, it was just me, Brother E, Ephraim, and and Uncle Ray. <laughs> and we decided that we wasn't gonna smoke no more. You know, we had decided that on January 1st, 1995, we went to the park to celebrate New Year's and um, made a pact that we wouldn't, we wouldn't blaze up anymore after we dropped everybody off. I did good for about a year until I met Creamy. <laughs> But he said he didn't smoke, and he lied. We had been living together for about six months, and I went to wake up and smelled it. I knew what was—I knew what was up—but I just was acting naive and losing, you know, him the been giving him the benefit of a doubt. However, we moved in right next to Tasha and Sprout Shrimp. <laughs> wow, the whole hip hop circle lived downtown across. The street across from Mooney's Park. Unfortunately, I wasn't part of the, the shrimp crew. I was just Kramer's girlfriend. So one day, Kramer and Spout was supposed to take the day out, look for a job, while me and me and Tasha went to work. <laughs> that night, the crew hooked up and made dinner while watching the footage that Kay and Spout took of them going to look for a job at Tasha's house. So. Baby daddy was busted because I watched the video and I saw him smoking his ass off. Yeah, he told me he didn't smoke, so I called him out on his shit. And then, and that's when I found out that he was too a doughboy and he regularly does that shit, so I better get used to it. It wasn't until years later that I got pregnant that I started smoking again. No, I didn't start smoking when I got pregnant, but I was smoking when I found out that I was pregnant. And the day I found out, I went over to Tasha's house. <laughs> when they lived on Central, my son's father let me. Um, he let me smoke for the first three months. He had made sure I couldn't be around anyone else. He took care of my my intake, due my sickle cell. But after Katie was born, after Kremon was born. My son was born. I didn't smoke for a year. Not until I met you, named Derek. He was a Jamaican. <laughs> oh, yeah, the stories. I was a regular weedhead at that point. You know what I mean? That was the first time I had actually met Bob Marley. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he came into my life and changed my whole world. A hell of shit. For real. Yeah. Yup, that's my weed story, y'all. I know, it's crazy, ain't it? <laughs> I'm a mess, but I love it. I love it, y'all. I love it. Ain't it? was my life, and I love it. I love my life, y'all. I live, and they told me I wasn't going to, and I'm blessed. So everybody can kiss my black ass, and that's where I'm out. Peace. That's